Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Change Your Game with GTD podcast. My name is Todd Brown, and I'm here with Robert Peak. Hello. And in this podcast series, our goal is to help you uh, to more deeply and successfully understand and implement the Getting Things Done methodology and realize uh, stress-free productivity for yourself. And Robert, you know, as, as usual, as we're getting ready for this, we're sort of kicking ideas around. We're, we're considering things that have been, you know, mentioned by various people in our in our travels in the world. And, and uh, uh, the, the idea that you mentioned, which I like a lot, is that we would talk today about about kind of what, what GTD is not. You know, I, I think one of the things is I, uh, in, in framing my, uh, in framing that question, one of the things that I run into a lot is people think, people have a hard time understanding kind of what GTD is because they think that they can identify it very quickly as falling into a particular category of, you know, of approach, you know, it's, it's time management, it's, you know, it's just personal effectiveness, it's technical tools, it's tips and tricks, it's, it's whatever. They, they think that they know what it is. And, and I think in many ways, uh, part of our challenge is to help to broaden people's perspective about really what, what the scope ultimately of GTD is all about. Does, does that, that resonate with you as well? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think there's a, a lot of, um, yeah, just myths and misunderstandings and, and things out there that people um, glom onto as um, what they think GTD is or, or think it's similar to. And to me, GTD really stands stands out and stands on its own as something unique um, and uniquely suited to tackling specific problems. So I mean, maybe we could talk a little bit about um, some of the problems it addresses as well, you know, in, in terms of that and also... What it what it doesn't do, you know, what it what it doesn't, you know, what it doesn't do on the tin, what it's not. Um, mm. I think just to sharpen up people's understanding and 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 know what to expect. Um, one of the things I was thinking about, just kind of as we were um, going about this morning and getting ready for this, is I, I think some people have a certain um, temerity or even embarrassment sometimes about reaching out to us. I think there's a lot of people who get the book and try and kind of learn it on their own out of some sense of, I should already know this. Mm. That's, that's the sense I get from people that, mm. that say, oh yeah, well, I'm just trying to learn on my own on the book, you know, that, that there is some sense that, um, that this is in some way remedial or something you should have already gotten or you should have already known or figured out on yourself or that everyone else knows this. David jokes that he thought everyone else, you know, <laughs> in any position of relative success in life had already figured this out for themselves and, and, and was surprised to discover, no, no, it really is kind of, kind of revolutionary. So mm. I don't know, does that, does that make sense to you, Todd? Have you had that sense in any way? People think it's something time managey or remedial they should already know? Yeah, I, I do get that. I, I, I'm just flashing back to a conversation that I had many, many years ago, going on for 10 years ago when I was just getting, um, you know, just kind of getting my feet under me uh, in terms of GTD. And at the time, uh, my boss at the time, uh, he and I were chatting and, and he made the point you made, which is that, hey, you know, anybody, anybody who's successful will have figured this stuff out. And I think what's really interesting for me is I think about the people that I've worked with over the years is that it, it it's amazing in some ways how much inefficiency and ineffectiveness is tolerated in organizations, you know, so because when you when you look at after we've worked with people, whether it's coaching or seminars or whatever it is afterwards, you know, they look back on their sort of pre GTD cells and they say, you know, why did I put up with all of this? Why did I put up with all of this, you know, this distraction, this 
this lack of productivity, this kind of, you know, constant low level hum in my world of the things that I wasn't doing. Um, and, and quite frankly, why did the organization put up, put up with all of that yeah. from me? So yeah, it absolutely, it absolutely resonates. Um, it's a, it's an interesting one that have you, have you in your travels, have you run into similar, um, similar reactions from people? Definitely. Yeah. I mean, I think there's this kind of general reticence. There's also sometimes the arms folded. What can you possibly teach me? I'm an organized person mm. um, because I think people do think of it in terms of things like organization or time management rather than um, something that's comprehensive and that gets you back um, the much needed clear headspace. I think people, I think we've become inured to um, distraction, inured to um, lack of focus in nerds to not having our own sort of clear internal space to think and strategize and process information. And I think it's been insidious and gradual. I think it's been, you know, since kind of the, the real boom of the internet itself in the early nineties that we've um, just gradually had this encroachment on more and more and more of our headspace to where it's a new normal. We don't really realize or recognize how much, a need there is for that. So yeah, and I've also had the experience that you talk about where people get the relief or they get then they go, wow, why was I putting up with you know this before? And 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 also I think sometimes people do sort of go, why didn't I think of this? Mm. But in a way, I think GTD was, you know, sort of developed from the other side of really being in that in that clear space, being able to to do that and and then it's kind of throwing a rope <laughs> down to the rest of us by way of you know a lot of really good um good approaches and a really comprehensive methodology to get you to kind of climb out of that pit of constant distraction. So mm. I think it's hard to see the forest from the trees. It's hard to see just how dark things are when you're down in a pit because your eyes have adjusted to the, <laughs> the low light, if you like. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, I think there is this kind of, oh my gosh, why didn't I think of this? And also, oh my gosh, what have I been putting up with? I get that a lot, mm. a lot in the, in the mm. seminars and in the one-to-one -one coaching. I go, oh my gosh, there actually is there's a way to get all the way through your email inbox. There's a way to get through all this paper. There's a way to succeed without just having to accept a lot more stress and strain on your, on the rest of your life. So mm. absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, so maybe back to, you know, back to the theme here. So, so things, things that GTD is not, I mean, what, what else do we hear that, that people think they, well, well, okay. So let me let me just mention something else. My, uh, many of you who've been uh, listening to the podcast may be aware because I've mentioned it before. I used to be, uh, I used to be in in large corporates and and had a lot of roles that were in in the HR space. Uh, you know, in in organizational development and and training and executive development that sort of thing. And <clears throat> so when I talk to HR people, one of the things that that I find quite often is that you know that again because they're looking to try to understand. Uh, GTD in, in, in a framework that they start from a framework where, you know, yeah, they, they have boxes into which things can go and, and not unreasonably, they're trying to sort of figure out where does this go. So an awful lot of them will say, well, GTD is time management, right? In their heads, GTD equals time management. And that's something that I get, uh, again, not just, just amongst HR people, but I think it's probably most common among, in when I've been, when I'm talking to HR people for the first time about what we do. Mm. And I think one of the unfortunate things about that, of course, is that um, anyone who's ever taken a time management class or, I mean, even the term itself, you know, you just say time management. And, and I think for, for many people, probably for most people, what comes to mind is, okay, it's remedial. 
okay, it's the kind of thing that you would get exposed to at the beginning of your career. Not, mm. you know, not if you're a senior executive who's been very successful. It's, uh, it's tips and tricks. Uh, it's, it's, you know, self-explanatory, <laughs> right? It's, and, and so I think that doesn't, that doesn't do uh, the people who are really trying to understand what GTD is uh, any service because it's really at the other end of that spectrum. You know, if you think about the people that we work with, um, you know, CEOs of very successful organizations, very senior people uh, across all kinds of spectrums, large, large and small, um, you know, if somebody is is running the division of a very large company and has been very successful in that role, they're unlikely to be enticed by the offer of time management training. That's just not not something they're likely to to to, to groove on that idea. So yeah, I think I think another thing that GTD is not is 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 time management as as classically understood. Yeah, Sound right to you. Yeah. Does and I think that may be part of why people have some some reticence or embarrassment about reaching out for help or support because they think it is something more remedial when in fact it's um yeah it's it's adopted by some of the brightest and best you know truly people that are that are the busiest out there in the world and the most successful find this a uh, uh, absolute power boost to their existing existing success. I think another thing I find that GTD is con- confused with is that it's, people say, well, it's, it's got to be a specific tool, right? I mean, it's a, it's a piece of software that you guys have developed that you install and that's it. And I think so much um, software has come out that has been so u- useful, valuable, interesting that we kind of have this sense that if you just get the right piece of software, you can fix it. <laughs> Yeah. Just, surely, surely there's just a piece of software that can, you know, handle all my emails and decide what needs to happen with them. And I can click a couple of buttons and be done with that whole email problem. Or, you know, surely there's a piece of software that can, uh, that can just do some of the, you know, mind mapping and strategic thinking or whatever. And maybe AI will save us all, right? You know, this, this great hope. In reality, it's, it's just not, it's not a tool. It's not a piece of software. It's not something mm-hmm. where you um, can install it and click a button. It's a mindset. And it's a and it's a methodology that creates a mindset that turns GTD into an operating system for your life, right? It's it's mm-hmm. it's my OS, you know. It's the way that I, having integrated it, um, you know, get all the things done that I need to get done. Um, but it's not it's not a tangible, you know, piece piece of operating system or software that you that you put onto a machine. I think a lot of people get tripped up by that because of the power and prevalence of of useful software. They go, well, it's gotta it's gotta just be a tool. My experience GTD is is not a tool in that tangible sense. It's you know, in a way, it's not only a methodology and a mindset. It's kind of a lifestyle, right? You know, it's sort of like sort of like saying, can't you just install a lifestyle? Well, <laughs> yeah. Good luck. If you can, you can. But you know. <laughs> Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I think it's, I, I'm, I'm with you completely. And I think sometimes what I see in people's eyes, and I think this is, as I think about, you know, me, me being in this business for as long as I have, quite often it's in the eyes of people who work work with tools to begin with, right? So people in software organizations or IT departments or, you know, uh, internet organizations. And, and what they seem to be saying with their eyes as I start to talk about what GTD is, is can't you offer me a tool that means I don't have to think? That's yeah. kind of what seems to be behind it. You know, it's kind of, isn't, you know, isn't there something where, as you say, I could just press a button and it would all be, it would all be done for me. And I, you know, as I think about, 
uh, I was in a, I was in a uh, advanced seminar yesterday working with some people. And, and one of the things I think that's really remarkable is that, and, and is, and is worth being really upfront and honest with people about is that, you know, doing what we do and, 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 um, doing GTD is not for the faint of heart. You know, you're, you're going to come face to face with the totality of your commitments. And that can be really, really daunting. And, you know, even just doing the thinking about what's the next action, what's the outcome for some, for something that can be, you know, sometimes it's straightforward, but in many cases it's, it's, it's tougher. I, we did an exercise yesterday where we were helping to make sure that, you know, that, people's uh people's projects lists were up to date you know we have an extension extended exercise in the intermediate seminar where we do that and um and after we'd gone through that process one of the guys in the seminar said you know this is the first time i've really come face to face with this and i feel a bit freaked out by it and i said and i said first off congratulations that you've gone through the exercise and if you do feel freaked out about it i'm not saying that's a good thing necessarily but i'm but now you know where you're starting from Right, you're you're really truly facing the reality of your situation for the first time, mm-hmm. and now you can decide what you want to do about it. Right, mm-hmm. before you went through this exercise, what you were doing is kind of carrying some level of all of those commitments around in some form. A lot of it, as it turned out, was in his head, mm-hmm. um, but but you know you hadn't you couldn't come face to face with it. And so, as I say, you know, GTD is not for the faint of heart. It's not for wimps. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. I agree. And I think to me that speaks to another what GTD is. And it's not a quick fix for other people around you (laughs) necessarily. (laughs) I think the only, the only time I've really come up against someone who, um, or or worked with someone where, you know, they weren't really an ideal coaching candidate is what they said, you know, I don't want to, you know, kind of keep track of my own stuff and get my own stuff together. I just want to make everyone else around me do their jobs. You know, I just want them to handle it. You know, and we kind of got into, well, do you want to at least track what their commitments are and whatever? It's like, no, no, no. I just want to, I just want to make them, I just want to fix everyone else besides me essentially was kind of the message. And this was a kind of a new manager. And I'm, I'm curious how long they stayed in a managerial <laughs> role, frankly, but, but it is, as you say, it's, it's not for the faint of heart because it is very much about, um, you know, getting serious about what's yours and what's not yours and getting serious about what's actionable and what's not actionable. Um, and, and, that form of leadership that I find really most effective, which is leading by example, right? So it's, mm-hmm. it's not something that you necessarily install for everyone around you. And then that kind of makes it okay for you to, um, you know, proceed as, as you have been, it, it will challenge you. And I think actually, you know, congratulations is right when people feel uncomfortable at some point facing the reality of what they've created, because, um, as you say, it's empowering. It's an opportunity to then, you know, really get clear about what you want, where you're headed, and how effective you can be on on executing on all of that. Mm. And that, to me, has been the way that GTD has always spread most effectively. Is is the the factor where people go, "What's he got? What's he doing? Something's different. Mm. He's more able somehow or she to handle to take on." Um, you know, and when we have conversations, even though they got a tremendous amount going on, they're not stressed out. They're not blaming others. They're not, you know, they're they're owning it, dealing with it, you know, and moving on with with their life. It's like, how do they do that? So, to me, the best leaders, the best managers, um, are willing to to look at themselves and adopt uh, improvements like GTD first. So it's not an outside in approach. I would say, yeah. GTD as a as a 
paradigm for leadership for effectiveness is a much more of an inside out uh, uh, approach to changing things in your world is is kind of my my experience of it anyway yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just, just riffing on that a bit, I think the other thing that you brought to mind for me is another thing that GTD not, is not, which is something which only helps the individual. Uh, you know, we, we of course yeah. do, it, it's kind of the primary focus, you know, when you, when you go to a seminar, um, you know, mostly what we're working on is what, what are you as an individual going to do uh, and how are you going to work differently and how can we optimize how you work day to day so that you, yeah, you are more efficient, but you're also keeping your head clear and reducing your stress levels. Um, but at the same time, you know, the, the, the impact of GTD is pretty, pretty immediately for most people. Um, you know, the, the ways in which they're working with other people, uh, you know, starts to become, start to become more efficient. So uh, even very straightforward things that we recommend, you know, on day one, things like maintaining a, a waiting for list, right? So I know I'm clear, uh, what have I delegated? What have I asked other people to do, whether they're people that, you know, work for me or colleagues or the boss, you know, people who are doing things for me out there in the world, just keeping track of those things can make a huge difference to my own mental clarity. Yes, absolutely. But also make sure that, that I'm doing everything I can to, uh, to make sure that those things are moving forward as efficiently as possible. And so I'm e- even by implementing a change in my own ways of working, I'm, I'm able to, uh, you know, help the organization uh, further its goals as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And sort of back to the software metaphor, it's not a piece of groupware, but in a way, GTD sort of fulfills that same underlying intent of having good shared shared systems with, with others. I mean, I think it's kind of maybe a little counterintuitive for people to realize that, you know, in, in the same way that it's, let's say, a little counterintuitive to recognize that dealing with the stuff in your inbox, the real practical, tactical, nitty-gritty actions um, can create greater perspective, greater headspace, greater clarity, more creativity, more positive forward thinking, um, greater leadership abilities, right? And people think, no, you, you go to an offsite and you get inspired. That's, you know, that's how you inculcate those things. Actually, no, getting them out from being buried under their inbox can create that. Mm-hmm. Likewise, I think it's a little counterintuitive that really, you know, empowering an individual to uh, have a comprehensive methodology for dealing with everything that, that comes at them in their lives on an individual basis can create an incredibly powerful, strong, trusting team, right? You know, I think people mm-hmm. go off and do trust falls and rope courses and things to create trust actually giving them an all, all a waiting for list and agenda list and a good set of projects is going to create, in my experience, a, a lot more trust in a lot of ways mm-hmm. in terms of their ability to, to track who has the ball, to execute on that, to know that everyone's kind of got everyone else's back uh, in terms of the practicalities of the projects that they're, they're actually executing. So, yeah, I think it is in a way a little counterintuitive how, um, profound an effect GTD can have on teams and, and groups just because we don't we think you have to th- deal with the group at the group level and you have to deal with you know bigger picture stuff at the bigger picture level um, but actually starting starting from the inside out and, and from the kind of bottom up if you like um, has really has really worked time and again as in terms of what we've seen yeah and and that's one way I think in which GTD of course contrasts itself with other approaches you know I think of I think of uh, 
you know, the majority of the work of, of Stephen Covey and the seven habits and of, of highly effective people and, you know, and, and other approaches like that, where they, they started at the big picture level, you know, let's talk about purpose, let's talk about, you know, why you're on the planet sort of questions. And they ultimately, then the intention is that that'll fil filter down to the level where you can, you know, make a decision about do I make that phone call or send that email. Um, and to your point, GTD starts with the other assumption, you know, what's most people are not walking around the office day to day and going, oh, I don't know my life purpose. Oh, I don't know my life purpose. What's stressing them day to day is the fact that they've got 800 emails in their inbox, 400 of which are, are kind of read and 100 of, of which are not read at all. And they want a, a sense of control so that they can say, okay, I feel like my brain is freed up enough. I'm not, I'm not going to an offsite and avoiding work. I'm actually addressing how I work so that I can get a sense of control of all of that chaos. And as a result, feel like my, my brain is freed up to do that higher level thinking. So as you say, you know, it's, it's bottom up. It's, 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 it's not a, it's not a start with a big picture kind of approach. No, no, but it can have such a profound effect on the bigger picture. You know, it's, it's, it's wonderful to see when people, you know, get that relief and clarity and headspace, what they go and do with it, you know, and they credit GTD for that rightly because it, it did create that opportunity, but that inherent creativity and the skill of their job and, and being able to do their best work came, came out from them as well. So have we done enough uh, myth busting? I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of the <laughs> myth busters episode. <laughs> I think that's enough of the, yes. I think we've hit the, I think we've hit the, uh, you know, the major topics as I think about it. Um, and so, yeah. So thank you, Robert. A pleasure, pleasure as always. Um, and thanks to all of you for joining us for this episode of the change your game with GTD podcast. Uh, we'll look forward to being in touch again in the near future. Um, and in the meantime, as always, please, if you have any thoughts about things that you'd like to have us talk about in these programs, we're very happy to hear from you. Uh, just drop uh, a line to info at next-action.eu. Thanks again. <laughs>